Oh, surprise. I didn't even know it was an episode. <laughs> well, welcome back, everyone, <laughs> to another <laughs> episode of the Recycle Corn Podcast, a podcast about nothing and everything. I am your host, Ben DeLeon, and joining me in studio is my bestest friend, my hetero life mate, okay. Jesse Brown. Yeah. <laughs> Can we edit that part out? No, we're keeping it. And uh, joining us via satellite once again... The uh, sex appeal behind Rez and uh, I really am and <laughs> Seattle Rising, Pedro Suarez, aka hey, hey, hey. aka Pete the Heat. It's been a total of three hours since I've last seen you. Yeah, <laughs> and I and I missed you so much. I had to go. I know. I had to go and uh, bring Jesse over. So uh, yeah, it's been I like, had separation anxiety. Honestly, the whole time I was hibachi, I was sweating. I was like, Yeah, I bet that guy with the giant, I miss Ben right now. That guy with the giant <laughs> arm. <laughs> yeah, when I was taking the panoramic, he just you know he was chopping it. Yeah, then, yeah, yeah. That's what he was doing. <laughs> um, chopping, you know, working those forearm muscles. Uh, so you know <laughs> what? Chopping up the meat. Right, cho- chopping up. Um, but I mean, it was. Uh, I've never been to one of those places like where they do it right in front of you. Oh no, nah, me either. It's cool, man. Um, it's nothing crazy, um, but it's fun. Like they they use like really goofy humor. Mm-hmm. Like for example, they they use butter to you know to kind of cook the some the the food with, and you know with all the heat, the butter gets kind of kind of soft. Right. So then with the spatula, he grabs the butter. He's like, look, butterfly. And then he, <laughs> <laughs> and he, just, and he just throws the butter. You know? And he's fun. got a little little thing that throws water on the on the on the grill. And it's like this little it's like this plastic man or kid, the little hole where mm-hmm. his wiener goes. And it's like the thing is peeing, but it's you know, spraying water. <laughs> It's it's just like stupid humor, man. But it, it's funny. It's fun, um, and the food is good. Can so he was all like a butterfly. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then they sang "No Happy Birthday" with a little, um, that a little um, hand drum. Oh, nice. Yeah, that's cool. So he's finally in the double digits, huh? Yeah, man. Double digits. I still can't believe like we've known you guys for so long. Like, yeah, like as yeah, I know, <laughs> it was like I, maybe a year before that we met you, and then all of a sudden Karen is pregnant, or it was I guess maybe right away when we met you that Karen found out she was pregnant. I thought we knew him before that, though. Oh, you you guys about to know him before that? Yeah. I don't know, because I can't imagine you, like, having sex. So that's kind of... She she did it for community service, right? Like, it was part yeah, of her she was, uh, it was part of her uh, <laughs> AA points. Right. <laughs> right, the 13... There was a, a 13th step. <laughs> yeah, adopt, it was the last step. Adopt a Brazilian. To, <laughs> <laughs> to undo all your wrongs by right. sleeping with a Brazilian. Yeah. yeah. See, that's why I not nothing's wrong because I do it every day. <laughs> that's right. I got that poster of Anderson Silva, you know. So <laughs> <laughs> you just you just touch it while you go. <laughs> <laughs> They'd be like, "The Chris, he's not ready." 
right? <laughs> or the yeah. uh, was it a uh, the the poster of Hoist uh, uh, Gracie? Like this is my house. I view it. The, the Brazilians speaking English when they're like fresh, like where they still have like the very thick act, is like the funniest thing to listen to. <laughs> you know, it's really funny is. though because Cassandra is such a, um, she's good with languages. Know what I mean? So like she understands, um, and and I I know that Spanish and, and Portuguese are kind of close, whatever, but she understands so much shit. Like we'll be. We'll be doing something, and and somebody will say something in in like um, Hangul or something like that, and she'll be like, "Oh yeah, they're speaking Korean." I'm like, "How the fuck do you know that?" And she's like, "Oh, I understand, you know, this dialect and whatever." And like, I didn't believe it at first until I started studying it through that Duolingo, and I'm like, "Okay, I get it now." Like the different words and stuff. It's like, you know, people have a different word for everything nowadays. Hmm. <laughs> you're, that, like, you're like that, yeah that's that's language <laughs> but yeah but language is is really interesting right how the millions of years you know and, and not not even millions like just language is a very recent thing yeah like i'm gonna i'm mm. gonna scream these certain sounds and you're gonna know exactly what i'm talking about or what what exactly i mean from these just like you know sounds that i make yeah, it's like when you hear somebody else, you're like, it just sounds like nothing. But whatever I know, like Spanish or English, does that sound like nothing to them? Or what does it sound like? Because I know Spanish, you just know that. You, well, well, let, let me ask you, and it's something that I've always wondered. When I talk to you in English, and then you try to, like, and but your first language is, is not English, do you hear it in your head in English and translate it, or does it automatically translate? Um, now it's autom- automatic. At first, it wasn't. So you had to like stop and process each word. Yeah, yeah. I had to be like, um, um, and like, cause I, the um was to buy me time. To right. Translate it in my head to go through the the because see I, I look at my brain as like a computer. You know, and I have to go through certain files, and you know how you see that little dot, whatever, on the on the video sometimes, and it's going through the files and looking for ones and zeros and all that. That's yeah. kind of what I imagine my brain's doing while I'm like thinking and shit. So yeah. like, Sandra will say something in Spanish, and I'm all like, "Wait a minute, I know this." And I start <laughs> going through my shit, and I was like, "Did you just insult me?" <laughs> <laughs> my favorite memes are the ones where people get knocked out, and then it goes. Dun, 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 dun. Oh, yeah, the, uh, the Windows <laughs> like, XP. Like the Windows shutting off. <laughs> oh. <laughs> or like the, the knockouts, whatever. Yeah, I love those, dude. Those are, those are the, hilarious. The blue, those are my favorite. Blue screen of death. Or Debbie Downer. <laughs> well, how, how does it go? I forgot. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we were uh, talking about fighting last time. Mm-hmm. And uh, the power of Alex Pereira. Mm-hmm. Not taking that into account, who are your favorite fighters, like favorite knockout artists from like the time before the modern time of the UFC? I'm talking about like your Chuck Liddell's or maybe your uh, like how even Rampage or back in the day, uh, uh, Randleman or something. You know what I mean? Like. Mm. 
Who are your like? Man, Rampage was dirty, right? <laughs> Rampage was dirty. That Arona slam, whatever. Like Vanderlei Silva was dirty too. Dude, that was. And but see, Vanderlei got him twice though. And then he came back with that one shot. But Vanderlei's chin was already pretty much gone by then. Yeah, some of these fighters, man, once you got to, once you get to a certain amount of lights out, your chin is just done. I remember when uh, um, Rampage fought Henderson, and it was supposed it was billed as UFC Championship versus the Pride Championship, and when mm-hmm. Rampage won. Rampage like, well, where's my pride title? Like, it's supposed to be title for title, right? Where's my pride title? And then uh, later on, I saw an interview with him, and on his mantle, he had the pride championship there. And I was all like, oh, shit, he actually got it. You know, <laughs> like, that's pretty cool. Uh, I'm trying to think, man. Um, well, like, like uh, what's his name? Uh, Marco Huas? Who can, like, take guys out with their freak, with the leg kicks? Uh, Randy Couture as well. Oh, remember when Randy fought Tim Sylvia? Yeah. And he threw that kind of like low kick fake, whatever, and then came with that overhand right and just laid him on his ass. I remember the one like vivid memory from that fight is just the sheer like excitement coming from, um, Mike Goldberg when he was calling that fight. Oh, Goldberg! <laughs> yeah, like the, the way that he was, the way that he was calling that that particular part of the fight. That every time that comes up, that comes up on my head over and over again. Is that the one where we were screaming like crazy? Yeah, right? yeah. We we had just came back from a night out, or uh, I'm sorry, a day out. The, I think it was a wildlife refuge. Yeah, we went to the wildlife refuge, and when we got back, we got back um, in town, and we stopped. I think at the liquor store, of course. And uh, we got back just in enough time to get the uh, uh, the pay per view, and the pay per view seemed to go so quick because all of the fights were just Knock incredible out. that night. Yeah. And then we got to the main event, and then it was just a few seconds in when he landed that big bomb of a right hand, and then we just started screaming, and then you know that kind of set the tone for the rest of the fight. It was just like not if Randy was going to win, but how Randy was going to win, and. I don't know, like I said, I just remember, like, the next day, my voice being all hoarse and everything from, <laughs> from screaming and shit. Like, we just went crazy. I think because I didn't think he had a chance. I don't know. Yeah, because Sylvia was so yeah. big. Yeah. And then Randy was already old by then, you know? He was, yeah. what, pushing 40? Yeah. And here I am, <laughs> almost 50, and I can barely fucking walk, and he's all... Winning world titles and shit. <laughs> You're having trouble pushing a recliner. Right. Right. <laughs> right. No, you were earlier, right? Yeah. Trying to put the, the thing back, right? The, uh, like the carpet like down here was giving me trouble. I'm all uh, like, God damn it. I should oh, be dude, it, uh, On his prime, like in his early days, Andre Arlovsky was... Dude, Arlovsky was a like, shit. He was turning people right. off. Yeah. And I remember like that was like the prototype for the... The guy that you wanted to be the UFC champion, yeah. you know, like young, good looking dude. And then with um, the teeth. Yeah, um, with the mouth guard yeah. that was the, the teeth and all that. Yeah. And then Russian, you yeah. know, so he just looked like a killer. Yeah, yeah. Like he should be like on top. Yeah, it's, it's, <laughs> and it's then crazy. in fighting like, too. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> well, you're working on that we had. Yeah. Go ahead, Jesse. Go oh, ahead. I was going to say, 
You weren't going to argue if he was on tap anyway. No, no. Beat the shit out of you. Yeah, so you couldn't argue. It's like I tell Sandra, like guys like that, um, you know, they they go up and say, "Hey, I'm going to fuck your chick," and be like, the hardest thing you can say to them is like, "Yo, for how long, man? Because you can't be fucking her all night." Like, <laughs> or you'd be like, "Can I watch? Right? <laughs> can I be in the room at least? Right? You're like, baby, don't forget his balls." <laughs> No, the one thing that I was gonna say is like, it's like what we we're talking about earlier today about, you know, completely disregarding previous fighters or athletes and only remembering the new guys as the greatest of all time, you know, just because this guy's new, he's got six wins in a row and he beat the best of the best. Now, it doesn't mean that he's the greatest of all time, right? Because there was these guys that came behind them that. You know, in a fight, he might have, might have got his get gotten his ass beat by this older guy back in his prime. You know. Yeah, because things yeah. are always getting better. The the new generation is always learning from the older generation, so they're you know like right. like back in the day, like it was style versus style, and then right. all of a sudden it became okay. Well, let's come, let's start combining styles, and then they you know, started. So you can't you can't tell me that you know one of the some of the early guys from MMA, like. And Andre Arlovsky, for example, take him from 20 years ago and put him in now as an up-and-coming guy with all these new techniques and technology, recovery, you know, nutrition and all that stuff. You, you can't tell me that he wouldn't be knocking people left and right like he was back then. Yeah, because the training has also gotten better, you know, yeah. the, the, the techniques. So these and... guys would have gotten better too, you know, yeah. th these older guys. And so all of the and, – and plus he already had – to be a world champion, you have to have a certain mindset. You know, like to 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 be all about something, to live it, to breathe it, to to just like want it so bad that nothing's gonna stop you from that goal. Um, yeah. You know, you you hear about these uh, uh, championship level um, marathon runners, whatever these guys who are, you know, uh, running so hard that as soon as they cross the finish line, they just like pass out. Or their freaking bodies give out even before they reach the freaking finish line, but their will just forces their body forward to where like some of them actually do like real harm. Like people have yeah. died running marathons and shit. So look at David Goggins. You know who that is? Yeah, that guy is freaking. Yeah. That that guy is a whole other beast. Like that's his, insane. His, both of his knees are bone on bone, and, and he's this still guy running. Still running marathons doing stupid crazy shit the and my my back's all jacked up and i can barely freaking sit up in the morning and i'm all <laughs> feel sad for me and this man. dude's all doing this crap <laughs> for real man like i you know how i got into my the surgery on my right achilles mm -hmm. dude my left achilles has been killing me man and it's starting to feel like my right achilles like you're fuck, favoring I'm, you're favoring I'm, it too much or i might have to, to to get my left achilles looked at but I'm 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 trying to get some things going, some some different things about work and, and jobs and, and career path. So that might, that's gonna have to wait a little bit. Mm -hmm. But if that doesn't pan out, then I'm gonna, I'm gonna go get an MRI of my left Achilles. But the thing is, I need to get my left hip fixed because I tore that labrum on my left hip in 2019, and I still haven't gotten the surgery. To how'd, fix you, it. how'd you how'd uh, you tear it? A combination of how my hip is angled so there's like that there's a socket right mm -hmm. and then 
your femur attaches right there on your hip socket, right? Right. It's like that. So my hip socket, it's narrow by birth. I was just born like that. It's naturally narrow. So when it goes like that, it was just grinding, going on that grinding, not grinding, but just like micro tearing um, the labrum, depending on the position that I got. And then I started doing jujitsu. So not only was I putting my hip in that prime position, like the turkey leg position when you pull guard, you know, when people are pushing on you and you have to push back and then they put your, their hands on your, on your ankle and then they try to twist your leg, just that motion over and over and over just kept going and kept going. I didn't feel it until it went. (laughs) That just sounds bad, (laughs) but yeah, I get it. I mean, uh, mean? uh, when I was, when I was doing jujitsu, dude, those are always the worst, you know, um, because even back then, you know, like it was, uh, um, I don't know, I guess because I was like shorter, more compact, you know, it was hard yeah. for me to be flexible in those situations. Like, because I had already been kickboxing for a while. And then, you know, I'm trying to do jujitsu, which, you know, you have to be more flexible for jujitsu than you do for kickboxing. Yeah. So there was positions they would get me in and I would just like tap out because I was like being folded in a certain way, you know, it's like, you know, I, I can't bend like that. And they're like, well, yeah. we could stretch you out and all. No, I'm good. Like, I'm... Yeah, I got dropped on my neck on my neck before. That wasn't fun. Yeah, don't do that. It hurts. No, yeah. It, it's, it scared me more than it hurt. And so unless you're Fedor, then you just get up and armbar the dude. <laughs> yeah, because I, I loved... That's the whole reason why I loved pulling guard. That was like my favorite thing to do. I, I didn't like being the guy pushing the offense. I liked reacting to what the person was trying to do. You know, in jiu-jitsu, that's fine. But MMA, it, you're in trouble if you're pulling guard all the time. Yeah. But when it just straight up jiu-jitsu competition, I loved pulling guard because if they try to pass me and I got a hold of your ankle, you're tapping. You know, I was I was ankle cranky because once you get your the ankle right here under the armpit yeah and you lock that ankle in dude once yeah, you and then pull you, on that, yeah. that is that is it you know yeah i got i got hit with one of those one time dude and i wasn't walking right for like four months yeah and so the so i was as a white belt uh i was getting some of the purple belts to tap to that yeah well i mean because it's not about because I, I just practiced, I just drilled that over and over and over again, and I got so so good and so efficient that some of the some of the purple belts they would prefer not to give me guard because they knew <laughs> that I was gonna do that. Um, and then and meanwhile, Karen's over there walking funny because you're always getting her and that. Come on, babe, just five more minutes. That's all I need. That's it. <laughs> I only need a couple, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> Right, I'm gonna get you in the yeah. rear naked poke. Uh, I I miss jujitsu, man. I I told Karen's like I, once I get it fixed, I'm going back. Yeah, by then you'll be uh, retired and ready to spend as much time as you need to. <laughs> Dude, I should I should I should have been a purple belt by now for sure. Because when I got injured, I had my I had my blue belt for like two months. Yeah, a month maybe. I, I had been promoted to blue belt and I got hurt. And that was 2019, so 19, 20, 21, 22, 23, five years ago. Could have been almost a brown belt by now. Now, see, I, I, uh, I went in as a white belt, and then one time my mom washed my gi with the colored, so I came out a red belt, and I got my ass whooped. <laughs> so, uh, 
I don't recommend that. No, never wash your whites <laughs> with your color clothing, especially jujitsu gear. <laughs> right, walking into the gym like, oh, oh, really? You're gonna you you're gonna wear that? <laughs> no, hey, man. What's up, Noah? Huh? What's up, Noah? Are you searching for what? What are you searching for? Maybe I can help you. My mirror video. Oh, I took it to Bella's room. Okay. <laughs> Hi. Sorry. It reminded me of that video we were watching earlier. Remember when the little baby comes in? Oh yeah. <laughs> this is this is another reason why sometimes um, sticking to a schedule with my this is why I don't stream. Like I, I want I would love to stream, dude. Stream either gaming or just get online and talking to people or streaming music, just playing guitar. But dude, my daughter, she just comes in way too many times. Just so many distractions. Right now she's taking a bath, which is why she hasn't stepped on the, in here, you know. <laughs> but as soon as she gets out and gets her clothes on, guess what? She's going to walk right. She's going to barge right in, you know. Well, that, that's why I put locks on my door. See, see right there, there's there's a lock yeah. right And then, but what, this is what you're going to hear. <laughs> <laughs> that's you know so it's just i'm gonna have to wait a couple more years for her to like start to get like you know i can't come in here yeah yeah, yeah like I, right right now you're the greatest person to her exactly so by the way are you are you releasing the video from this or just the audio no no it's just audio oh okay no no i i, I i'm no one wants to see this face in hd dude like, i just don't i just don't want people seeing me shooting this up on, on my arm <laughs> Needling that up. Yeah, for y'all uh, uh, audio listeners, Pete just uh, did twenty four hundred cc's of steroids. Yeah, <laughs> trying to get those whatever little baby muscles I had back. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit, man, dude, have you been keeping up with the whole um, UFO disclosure stuff? I've seen some of it. I haven't really like looked at it too much. Just because I know like how obsessive I am, and once I start down that rabbit hole, I'm gonna keep going, and I'm just like, I don't know if I want to commit that much time to something right now. Have you, Jesse? Nah, I mean, when it comes to ghosts and and um, UFOs, I kind of he's skeptical. Yeah, like very. So I kind of so uh, to catch you guys up. So there's this uh, Air Force. Uh, intelligence officer he was in charge of analyzing all of the um, uh what they call now uaps unidentified aerial phenomenon claims coming from the military um so he's a high-ranking intelligence officer for the air force he started to uh, analyze these documents and go and talking to people that have seen things and then once he gathered enough evidence, he went to request access to certain uh, documents, to certain levels that uh, was above his clearance. So he had to ask, um, you know, permission for it, and they denied him. And they wouldn't give him a reason as to why. He's like, "Well, this is my job. I'm getting paid by the government to look at this. So yeah. you need to give me the clearance so I can do my job." And they're like, "Nope." And that's when he's like, okay, there's something here. Something's so, up, yeah. 
there's something here. So he started to analyze it. And then, you know, he became famous, not famous, but I guess he, he got some media time because he went on uh, news media and he gave an interview saying that the U.S. possesses non-human intelligence crafts, non-human intelligence technology, and non-human intelligence biologics. Now, it doesn't necessarily mean that these things are like green men from Mars or something, but he just says non-human um, biologics. Um, and then all of these other whistleblowers are coming out. Oh, by the way, this guy went under a legit whistleblower protection program to be able to come out and give this congressional hearing back in the summer, like in front of Congress, like this guy united left, you know, Democrat and Republican congressman and congresswoman together on a single issue because the stuff that he reported to them got him that interested in. Damn. Nah. It's literally breaking the barrier between the aisles. Like this guy is getting people together. They're going on camera together. They're talking about this together. So it's, it's, it's going somewhere, dude. And there's all, there's like twenty plus whistleblowers right now waiting to get cleared from the whistleblower protection program, and then to get cleared from Congress. Uh, you know, get their like what they can and cannot talk about. Yeah. So they can go on, like, on oath in front of Congress to testify. Now, I see, I did see the uh, Mexican aliens that they put out there. They kind of right. look like paper mache. The, those are kind of weird, right? Because the guy that was presenting the evidence, he's come out, he's been debunked before. Mm-hmm. Um, but allegedly, he invited biologists and scientists from all over the world, and some of those people took samples and did independent research and due to their independent research these people are saying that this is not non-human biology hmm. I, I saw that though I, the little paper yeah. mache thing. And, um, and those paper mache things they have two little round uh apparatuses on their back or on their ribs i can't i don't remember for sure and one guy took a sample of that and he said to manufacture something like that it would take millions and millions of dollars just to fake a little body. Shit. Um, so I don't know, man. It's you, I'm not saying I believe it, but it's it's interesting. There, there's a um, a podcast that I w- that I listen to and I watch on YouTube called The Y Files. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you've ever seen it, but it's this dude who it goes and I've he, heard of it. He talks about you know these 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 issues, whatever or. You know, stuff stuff to that effect, you know, time travel or visiting parallel universes and stuff like that. And I, I, I went back to, like, this very first episode and I started watching from there. And I've just been, like, a fan ever since. And it's one of those things where, like, I could literally, like, listen to that shit all day. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know how many... It's just interesting, man. Like, I think at this day and age, because, like, people are saying, oh, it's only in the U.S., that people see this. It's only in the U.S. Area 51, or it's like people only see UFOs. They only get reported out of the U.S., and that's not true. No, because that's I, not true at all. I said I, I've seen UFO reports from all over the world. Yeah, there's there's a famous case in 1994 <clears throat> out of Brazil, and I remember that because I saw the report. I saw with my own eyes the report on TV how an UFO crashed in Brazil. In the city of Virginia, 
in Minas Gerais, which is a state from Brazil, close to my state. And the people of the town said that they saw these two beings, uh, short, about three feet tall, red eyes. And they said um, that one of those bodies, you know, they found it. It was injured. They took it to the hospital. The guy that picked up that body and took it to the hospital, like he picked it up with his arms and took it to the hospital. A few a short, a few short weeks later, he died of an unknown deadly infection. Yeah, I did hear about that one. Damn. Nobody knows what the infection is. He just died of an uncurable deadly infection. And then Yeah, something the doctors had never seen before. They couldn't identify. Correct. Um, correct. And, and then apparently the US Air Force uh landed in Virginia and took the body with them and took it back to the US. Damn. Yeah, it's crazy, man. So there, there's reports from Russia. There's reports from China. There's whistleblowers right now coming out of China. And you know, in China, you can't say anything, do you like to social credit score? Yeah. And all this bullshit that they'll get you and just like ruin your life. They're finding third parties to come out as whistleblowers because they have knowledge on that stuff, right? They have the knowledge. Um, and for those that are listening, I'm making air quotes. <laughs> um <laughs> You know, and they're they're trying to find people to to hear the story. And there's also the stories for the Peru, you know, where they found these little paper mache. They're not from Mexico. They're from Peru. Uh, they just took them to Mexico to do the congressional hearing. Um, you know, in Peru, they have all these weird crop circles and these like burnings on the grass. Isn't that, that where like, like Machu Picchu is and shit? So right, he's in Machu Picchu, Peru. I think so. Yeah, it's Peru. Yeah, and then there's so, there there's with the, uh, the the glyphs and all that stuff, right? The shit that you right. can only see from the Correct. air. Nobody knows how they got there. Um, and the thing is that those signs are not just in Peru; they're all over the world. Yeah, and they're from around this same time period, more or less. It's really weird how different cultures around the world that have no idea that each other exists come out with the same thing right right well, it's just weird it's just it's just weird you know about so, the black knight satellite mm -mm. so apparently there's a satellite that's been in space that uh, uh, uh been sending out this signal whatever nikola tesla actually uh got rec got recordings of it and um they translated the message saying it comes from some, it's been there for like 13,000 years. Like, so, you know, supposedly we're the only ones that have put satellites in space, but then all of a sudden, you know, they're like, Hey, we're tracking this new satellite. And, and on top of that, it's, it's got a weird orbit. You know how most satellites go around the world, like around the equator. Well, this one's going uh polar. I mean, it's got a polar orbit. So it's, um, and then when you try to get near it, it it uh it causes the the systems to malfunction and all this stuff. Like you can't get near it to like take clear pictures. So there are pictures of it, but they're like from way far away, just zoomed in. And uh, people have also like captured a uh, um you know like from the space shuttle whatever or the the yeah space the, station yeah. yeah space station. Whenever uh you know aliens or 
whatever UFOs come into the the picture there, all of a sudden NASA will cut the feed. So what's been like the most, what people are gathering all of these different intels and kind of trying to make sense of it all, what, what turns out to be is either not only the U.S. government, but the gov- other governments in the world are either know of this technology and they're keeping it to themselves, hopefully that they can reverse engineer it to gain uh, the upper hand on the other one, right? Because if if you're if you're a government, U.S. government, for example, or the, let's just say the let's say China, if you're the Chinese government, you know how China is all like all pro China, right? Like China is a superior on everything. Yeah. Like fuck the other countries, we're the best country. All these other countries are a bunch of losers, and we should dominate the world. Blah blah blah. I'm not saying every Chinese just. Just making sure that it's a generalization. People, people <laughs> yeah. listening that this is not coming from the general population of China. Yeah. Um, you know, let's just say their government got a hold of this technology. Or even worse, North Korea oh, yeah, got a hold of this and was able to successfully reverse engineer a ship that can go from zero to space in literally a blink of an eye. That would be very worrisome. Yeah. For the whole fucking world, right? Not just the US, because if they can re you know, recreate that, they probably have way better weapons, um, you know, uh, systems to to disrupt any kind of satellite or shut off your nuclear weapons, which have been reports of that in the past before. Yeah. Of people seeing UFOs over nuclear bases and literally fuck with the nuclear weapons. Yeah, like they're trying to uh um have you heard of that, Jesse? Um, I don't <clears throat> watch a lot of news, so I don't. Yeah, there's been literally yeah. reports of unidentified crafts, whatever, whatever the fuck it yeah. is, flying over these bases that have nuclear weapons during nuclear testing oh, okay. and legit shutting off the nuclear weapons like yeah. like that. Oh. And then uh, uh, you heard of the Battle of Los Angeles? As in, That's was when the homeless fat, uh, fought the trans people. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm oh, just kidding. I, I say, Are you serious? I haven't been keeping up. No. <laughs> just like I'm down. Let's right? go. <laughs> <laughs> um, the Battle of Los Angeles. Um, I think it was what, maybe the 50s or 60s or something like that, where all of a sudden there was a, uh, a um, an alarm going off, and people like go outside to see what's going on searchlights and everything over over the bay and all the searchlights are shining on this object that's just hanging there in the sky and so it's like near near uh, a base uh you know military base so they open fire on it and they start shooting at it and all this stuff and although they're shooting you know uh, uh you know aircraft uh what's it they call the um aircraft cannons whatever yeah. uh, artillery what, are they, what, what was it called? Like surface-to-air missiles and all this crap and mm. freaking anti-aircraft yeah, guns. There you go, say. anti-aircraft yeah. guns. They're shooting up at it. Nothing's able to get to it because it has some kind of like field around it that's stopping it. And so this thing, like, it's there. And then, you know, they said they're, they're trying to take it out. Nothing happens. And then finally it just, like, disappears. And it was, people saw it. It was hundreds, hundreds of witnesses it was in the papers and all this stuff, and then the military is like, "Oh, that was just a test," you know, like, and then yeah, people are like, "No, 
Yeah, people were like, no, we saw it. It was right there. And they're like, no, 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 no. What y'all saw isn't what y'all saw. What y'all saw is what we want y'all to saw. See, See, the problem see. with a lot of these. <laughs> you know what I mean. <laughs> the problem with these, um, with a lot of these UFO um, reporting or, you know, people coming forward is that a lot of the times you just get fed some bullshit. Right, like I don't know if you heard lately um, earlier this year where there's a family in um, uh, Vegas calling nine one one saying that they saw two eight, two seven foot tall beings in their backyard and they called nine one one. Oh yeah, it was in Vegas and uh, yeah, 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 and that I saw was the video. I think I think that was pretty much debunked now. Is it? How, how those people are just full of shit? Yeah. And then the, what about the the ones with the aircraft up in the sky? Remember how there's like searchlights and everything like shining on it, and people are out there like with their pistols. Like, I don't know about that in particular, but the fact that two beings got out of the craft and landed and saw them and got on the rooftop—that's, as far as I know from the last what I saw, that that's been debunked. Oh man, that's that's just damn so, just being full of shit. What, what, okay, did you see that movie? Um, I think it's Battle Los Angeles, not the Battle of Los Angeles, but Battle Los Angeles. Mm-mm. Oh, some aliens invade, and then the military like shows up, whatever. And um, it it was a pretty decent movie, very underrated. But um, how do you think if aliens showed up and started to invade, how do you think we would fare against something like that? Oh, we would be fucking their anal bitches. <laughs> <laughs> We would be just raped. So it'd be like throwing throwing stones against a freaking tank yeah. or something like that. Like yeah, it's like it's like watching it's like watching ants build a colony. Be like, oh, how how cool, how cute. <laughs> and then and then you know how sometimes you would step on the ants and you'd not notice. Yeah, you think where that if the they ants- can if they can travel like that. Yeah, that's how it'd be. It'd just be. Them versus us, and we are the ants. Damn. Well, I mean, unless, I was... unless, unless, unless they're nice. <laughs> <laughs> right. We don't, we don't want to hurt you. There's two different types of craft, and uh, what to call it? Uh, um, one of the good guys and one of the bad guys. Yeah, uh, unless they're the good guys, unless they are good guys, that how it be. But if they were bad, then we would be done. So. Also, what's come out in these latest reports is that, for the most part, um, there have been different, I guess you can call, and I'm making air quotes again, <laughs> races of different beings. And now they're, they're not only are they being, are they being called um, aliens, they're called interdimensional beings. Because according to the whistleblower, not only can they travel, but they can also fold space-time See that was that was Scuba's um, theory about why we're seeing this new influx of aliens. It's not that they're outerworldly; it's they're transdimensionally, so they're just here from a different dimension. Because there have been studies confirming the existence of multi-dimensions, of like different, like this conversation that we're having right now is happening in other dimensions right now right which is which is weird (laughs) which is weird for my for my brain to process that 
and being able to come up with the like uh, a, a layman's uh, Way term like, yeah, to, to describe it. and, and explain exactly what that means. It's like, you know, Jesse's like you're watching the Marvel movie and there's like, you know, the did, did you see the, the, the Spider-Man where all three Spider-Man come out? No, but I understand uh, okay. the part where there's like, that's why there's that many Spider-Man's different ones, right? Right. Yeah. So, because there are, there are yeah. different dimensions. Not every dimension is the same, but some are. You know, so another another explanation for this, and that's something that it's come out uh, recently this year, is that there's a possibility that these beings not they're not really like traveling, you know, Star Wars, Star Wars, or uh, what's the other one, um, Star, Star Trek, Trek right. you know, where they get in the in the in the ship on a spaceship and then they're just traveling across the cosmos. No, these motherfuckers, if it if it is indeed true. They found a way. Oh, here we go again with the camera. <laughs> they found a way to fold space time so where they can eliminate that barrier and just literally just go whoop and then just land here or just appear here. You know what I mean? Or they can just be within our own reality here and it's happening around us and we are not aware of them. They are not aware of us unless that barrier is broken. So that would kind of, I guess, explain the Bermuda Triangle and shit like that. It's like people are just slipping through dimensions. Yeah, or that that could also be explanations to EVPs. It could be explanations to apparitions. It could be explanations to what you call ghosts, quote unquote, ghosts. It could be a, it could be a series of if if we can come up with an actual proof of this inter interdimensional multi-dimensional where you can fold space time here and i can reach across and touch somebody else but that somebody else is of a different composition might be on the same earth but then their of their evolution process was different than ours and they just look different somebody can actually come up with that and be able to figure that out i think that would change That'd be the greatest discovery. Yeah, of it would change not everything. Only human, not only humankind, but of all time, of all races, of all of everything. You know. Wait. So, like Spider Man, there's a bunch of them. So, like, does that go for like us? Yeah, there are a bunch yeah. of Jesse's. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Like according to the you know infinite, uh, you know universe theory, whatever that there's a, a universe out there where instead of you know. You being with Bianca, you're with someone else, you know, yeah. or, or you know, maybe there's a, a a universe out there where you are right now the current UFC champion, or you I'm know, or I'm trans, or I'm, yeah, I'm but there's or, a universe right now where all three of us are dead, and this conversation is not happening. Oh, I don't like that one. Yeah, but it, but yeah. it, you know, but yeah. it, it's it's creepy, but yeah. it's true. Yeah. You know, or it could be true. I'm yeah. not saying it's true. Yeah. But it could be true. <laughs> You I know? want. I want to go visit the one where I'm uh, uh, in a relationship with Haley Steinfeld. So. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's like uh, where you're talking to uh, Doctor Strange in the Avengers movie. How right. many out of how many possibilities? You like think, that's, out of fourteen the, million. Something? Yeah, right. <laughs> that's the world. <laughs> how many I, did we win? One. So, so that's the world I someday want to live in. <laughs> yeah, but it's it's crazy to think about, man. Because if it is true, then our existence is just even more now confirmed just a speckle and yeah and this whole fucking thing which is 
crazy to see because there's a lot of people that think that they're center of the universe and the center of attention. And that would throw not only that. And I think that's why, if it is true, I understand why they're hiding it. What I mean, they is people in, in, in higher intelligence that perhaps communicate with, with, between other countries or whatever. Because if something like that comes out, it would shatter a lot of beliefs of a lot of people worldwide. Millions of people would get their beliefs instantaneously shattered. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I'm sure, like, he doesn't know what's going on right now, but I don't think Adrian would appreciate you talking about him, about being the center of the universe and shit. So. <laughs> <laughs> no names were called, no <laughs> names were no, no hints whatsoever. His initials are Adrian Guetta at um <laughs> But yeah, so you know, it would throw it would throw the entire um aspect of religion upside down. Yeah, because how could... there's millions upon millions, billions of people that follow it, you know, a type of religion. You know, because if some something like that got proven, just imagine the ones that are more um what's the word um extreme about it like yeah. the extremists like well how, how would they take this i mean that's scary extremely like, <laughs> that's scary though too right if they yeah. like you said if, okay like uh it's uh, crazy yeah. yeah you know none of i i just go back to my old thing like none of this weird shit started happening until they turned on the large hadron collider so, you know, like something must have happened, like the Mandela effects and all that other Maybe you're right. Maybe you're not. You know what I mean? Like none of this stuff was going on until they flipped that fucking switch. So the, the, the most amazing thing that's ever happened in my life that I play it over and over and over and over again in my head and I don't have an explanation as to how. You're in Karen's sex tape. <laughs> dude, I should not be alive right now, dude. <laughs> I'm serious. I should not be alive right now. There's there's a universe where this happened and I and I died. I was driving down, um, right in front of the refineries. Mm -hmm. So you know, there's the exit where you take uh, when you're going from Cal Allen to downtown Corpus. But there's a first exit where you take we go towards uh, SBID. You know, but you exit right. towards Greenwood first. And there's like those homes on the right. There's like the old folks' home right yeah. before you get to that. Where you go either straight towards downtown or you can take that crossover, the crossway, yeah. and you're like into that Greenwood curve. or yeah. whatever the fuck. Right there, there was a traffic jam. And like it, like the idiot that, I'm at, that I am, I was looking down on my phone. I look up at everybody in front of me slamming on their brakes. Everyone. Just boom, 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 boom. I don't have enough time to slam on my brakes. Right? So, dude, I swear to God, right there, it felt like time and space just froze. And I, I like, I looked to my right. I'm like, if I go to my right, I'm gonna, go, I'm gonna fall into this ditch. And my car is gonna roll over, and I could die. If I go to my left, I look in my rearview mirror. There's a car coming. I want to lose control because I'm going so fast. I might hit the, I might hit the, the medium. Or I might get hit by this car before. Right. So my, did I swear, I just, it's like something took a hold of my wheel and just guided me. And I was able to release the accelerator, the, the pedal, go into my brake a little bit just to kind of slow my speed down. 
I fit between two moving lanes. The fuck? <laughs> I fit between two moving lanes. Check this out. And I do something straight out of Fast and the Furious, where my car does this. My car just like does a 360. And I fit perfectly between two moving cars into oncoming traffic. I dodge an 18-wheeler. And I land parallel with the median without hitting a single car or the median. The fuck? How? Okay, I don't. I'm, I not, can't I'm, not, that. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not going to question how because you know what? I can't explain that. Sometimes I can't explain that. shit just happens. Like Severin. Severin said that one time, uh, he was cutting some branches and stuff and throwing them in a wood chipper, and he had a bandana around his neck because he was using it to wipe the sweat. Oh, I was here when he was. Yeah, here. and then one time he, um, I guess, got a little too close to the to the wood chipper. He was like pushing some stuff in there, and the freaking bandana. Um, got caught in the wood chipper. And so he goes, by all, by, by all normal accounts, I should have been pulled into the wood chipper. He goes, but, you know, it was so tight. He goes, I couldn't pull it over my head. He goes, that's how tight that I tied it so it wouldn't fall off. He goes, but for some reason, when that thing got caught in the wood chipper, it just slipped off. He goes, but it didn't feel like it went over my head. It felt like it went through my neck. And just got pulled into the machine. He goes, but I didn't. Glitch in the Matrix, man. Something, dude. But I was just like, how the fuck? You know, I mean, like, just these the kind other- of these kind of of occurrences only strengthen my belief that this is all a fucking simulation. Something, dude. I mean, because think about it. Remember the the, the accident we were in. Yeah. Okay. We both screamed. For the, the, and I'm not going to name no names, for the driver to pull up just a little more because if not, you would have gotten hit. Right. And then. Straight on. Yeah. Yeah. And then luckily the driver was able to pull up a little bit more to where it only hit the back of the car. But, or if I had been sitting on that side, shit, I would have been fucked too. So it was luckily that I was sitting on the other side. Luckily that she was able to pull up a little bit more and luckily that the truck was able to slow down enough to only do what it did and not mess us up more, dude, because like just the impact of that thing, like my ribs are still hurting right now to this day. Like it still freaking hurts that's from crazy, that, that freaking seatbelt. You know what I mean? And that's, you know, people like, well, I felt, I felt sore for a couple of days, but that was and then I had some scratches on my arm. Oh, I still have one of your hats going. here too. <laughs> Next time you come over, like I have my your what? hat, your hat from that accident. I have really? your hat. Yeah. Oh shit. <laughs> yeah, I, I have it. I have it in the bedroom. I, I have it under my pillow. Like I, I need the smell to be able to go to sleep. Ah. <laughs> it's like a tooth fairy. You just hope that you wake up in the morning and there'd be like something there. But yeah, so I. Uh, I, I was going through some stuff and I found it the other day. I was like, "Oh shit, I still got P-tap. Like, <laughs> that's oh. how long it's been since I've seen you, man. Shit. Yeah. Like in yeah. person. Like you need to hurry up and get your ass over here. Yeah. Just, yeah, just, just crazy, your ass man. though, not the rest. Like, just. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's crazy, man. But like this, this whole, you know, everything. It's weird because I'm like I'm not the religious kind, right? And people say everything happens for a reason or everything's planned or. Just 
it's hard to believe a lot of the stuff sometimes. And then sometimes it's like, how do you not believe? Because it just goes back and forth so many times. Like, like my belief system changes constantly. Yeah, that's how I feel. Because of you certain know? situations, right? There's so many things. Yeah. But I think like the uncertainty of a lot of things, you know, and, and I might sound crazy to a lot of people, but more and more, man, I just start to feel like, you know, this interdimensional thing and traveling through it just it just seems like this is we're all part of a of a greater thing that's being simulated like a fucking like we're like a fucking um ecosystem inside of a of a of a like a jar of a jar yeah and there's somebody on the outside manipulating things like tapping on the glass that's why we're all these weird things are going on fish in the fucking aquarium because if you think about it recreate entire worlds like just look at just look at gaming for example we create entire worlds that once you release it and you put it out on the internet, it's there for fucking ever. Yeah. Right. And we don't, we don't, it's, it's going, it's starting to go into cuckoo land. Right. But we don't know if those things take a life of its own within its own little ecosystem. Yeah. Cause if we're playing, it's like we're, we're, we're playing with this character and we're making choices or, uh, they're dying, but then we're like, we just revive them and fucking play it through again. You know, it, it feels like sometimes on the outside, it feels like something is doing that to us. You know? Like, like the sometimes we're, we're doing these things and we just keep doing it for some fucking reason. We can't, we don't know why, but you just keep doing it. Like, like a character in the game that just keeps following the commands because somebody else isn't putting those commands. Like going yeah. to work. Like gone, yeah. That's the that's the worst fucking thing somebody's ever invented. <laughs> I mean, we're the only freaking beings on the planet that pay to uh, to exist. Yeah, because yeah. things are half-assed backwards, man. Yeah, like sucks. I think we were talking about something similar to this earlier. Like, it's just society just so fucking backwards right now. Yeah, you know, like you see those things in Calif- happening in California. Where people just go inside a store and literally hundreds of brands have gone bankrupt because these fucking lunatics and these fucking people just go inside the store and just literally take a trash bag. And as long as it's under $900, they dump it on the trash can, they put it over their back like Santa Claus and they walk out the store and you can't do anything about it. And if you try to defend, and if you try to defend your property, you try to defend your, your business. If you try to stop them, they'll arrest you. Yeah. Did you see that uh, that guy that uh, runs the vape shop that stabbed that dude? Whatever, yeah, I like, saw that. Yeah, Multiple that. times. Yeah, I saw that. And did you see the guy that got uh, two people pull, pulled up as he was trying to go into the house and he took out his weapon, he fired, and then he lost his concealed gun license. Oh, yeah, yeah. I heard about Because that's... he fired on intruders? Are you fucking kidding yeah. me? Well, it, and then... Uh, this one interview I saw where this kid got killed during a home invasion. And then the grandma comes and says, you know, well, how was this, how was he supposed to get the, the, the money he needed to get stuff for school if he didn't go out robbing? I'm all like, so these people are, are, are promoting it, you know, like 
They're encouraging it. They're enabling yeah. it. Like you know, and this is hard too because you sometimes you got to think and put yourself in some of these people's shoes and see what the what's the root of the problem, what's causing such, what's causing people to be so poor that they can't afford a fucking pencil or a notebook. You know, when whenever we're spending millions upon millions of dollars. And the Pentagon for fucking five years in a row has failed their fucking audit reports and they can't they don't know where they've lo- allocated millions of dollars. Yeah. In which the fucking public is not stupid. They're either fucking pocketing that or they're sending it overseas to other countries. How come we can give millions of dollars to Ukraine, but we can't fucking help homeless veterans on the streets? Yeah. That's fucking stupid. That's just so fucking ass backwards. Like these people that are stealing. Let's just say let's just say that some of these people that are stealing are doing it legitimately for the reason that if they don't do it, they don't exist. What about them? Yeah. Why don't we take that fucking money that we're giving to some fucking guy that's a, a comedian that is now president of a country that's that's fighting a fucking war halfway across the fucking world? Why are we giving them so much fucking money and top of the line military weapons and technology so they can fight the Russians? Right. You know, why are we giving them so much money? And they're a known corrupt country. Ukraine is a corrupt country. People have known that for years. And for some reason, our administration chooses to give them money instead of helping people here in the U.S. And I'm not. And for those that say that I'm like a fucking crazy ass. Republican or crazy ass American guy. I'm not even an American. Yeah. I'm not even a Republican. <laughs> but it's just it's just fucking it's a humane thing. Yeah. Dude. Now see, I I never understood when we became the police of the world, when we became like the uh the the place to go for you know the 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 immigrants and all this stuff, whatever it's like when you can just come in illegally and all this like because I was always raised to follow the law. You know, my mom always taught me, be on the right side of the law. Like, no matter what, because she's like, I'm not bailing you out of jail. She goes, you go to jail, that's on you. She goes, I taught you the right stuff. If you do something that sends you to jail, that's on you. You figure it out. So, even to this day, I'm still like, fuck, like, I don't want to jaywalk. You know, if there's cars around and shit, because you never know, one of these guys might be an, you know, off-duty police officer and, you know, I'm weird like that, you know, but you know, I get the jaywalk thing, but I, I'll be completely honest. I jaywalk all the fucking time. <laughs> <laughs> you heard it and here. That's a cultural. Right? Thing. That's a cultural thing for me. <laughs> you you heard Brazil, it here first. <laughs> I fucking jaywalk everywhere, dude. If there's a chance for me to cross that that street, I'm gonna cross that street. Yeah, I mean, I, I do it too. But I, I I get it. I get it. You know, like it just. It just that's what I'm saying. Like it feels yeah. like we're in a fucking simulation because this thing is so fucking backwards, dude. It just doesn't seem like we're doing the right thing. Yeah. Like the US used to be so prosperous and, <laughs> and have so much money and be like the example of the world. And now the US is just a laughing stock of the world. People just fucking laugh at how much illegals we sent, we we let on our borders. Literally thousands upon thousands of people just show up from Mexico on a fucking train and we don't we don't survey a single one of those people coming through the border how many fucking hezbollah or fucking 
terrorists are coming disguising as Honduran, Hondurans, yeah. or Mexicans, or Colombians, sleeper, Venezuelans. sleeper agents, and stuff like that. And how many people are coming in right now? And a lot of those is from Texas and California. Like they're placing Texas and California in so much fucking danger. Like who's to say that if a, if a war breaks out in Israel? It's already breaking out in Israel, but what if it gets worse and it gets Iran involved and the U.S. gets involved and then fucking Hezbollah and Iran are like, all right, activate the fucking terrorists uh, and the U.S. because they're coming in through the borders and everybody's just fucking letting them in. Yeah. Because they're looking for votes next year for the election because they know these people tend to lean a certain way when they vote because they want to get more votes and they want to stay in power. It's fucking bullshit. It's... It's weird how we, the U.S. helps everybody, but it seems like we're still hated by everybody, even our own people. Like, to me, I'm just like, you know what? Close up all, bring bring in everybody, bring in all the diplomats, bring in all of our people all over the world, and let's just close up everything, close the borders. No one's going nowhere. And we just take care of us for a while. Yeah, I mean, I'm all for immigration, dude. I mean, look at me. But, you know, let, let's get our house in order before we start, uh, uh, you know, throwing money out all over the place when we still have homeless on the streets and we still have vets that, you know, don't have the, the medical care that they need or mental care that they need. And, and you know, there's still poor families out there and all that. Let's yeah. take care of our shit first and then and then yeah. we'll go. And I know people are going to accuse me of being, you know, uh, xenophobic and, and all this, whatever. I'm really not. Like, I, I, I have a genuine love for for all mankind but it seems like we can't come to an agreement like the like these people who are accepting our money are the same people who are, are burning our flag or spitting on us and all this it's like okay well if that's how you feel about it then the money's no good to you so let's just not give it to you anymore if you um, feel so strongly yeah you know, if you hate the country so strongly then just leave go somewhere else if you're so pro-communism go to china Go to fucking Venezuela, where people are living on a bag of rice a day. <laughs> Go over there, see how it is. Know, you know, Sander, it's fucking Sander made bullshit. Some bomb ass rice. You know, I, I took, <laughs> you know, it took me such a long time for me to be able to get into this country, get a green card, and then take my citizenship test, be a citizen. Like it took me years to do that. Yeah, and believe me, people, I checked them multiple times just to make sure. Yeah, <laughs> multiple people have checked, yeah. including my current employer. I mean, we're even, <laughs> yeah. we're even checking right now. Just, uh, yeah, no, go I'm ahead, scared. Jesse. Uh, <laughs> but you know, but but then it's just like all these people show up on a certain border, and then just they're just letting them in and not checking. And I'm all for letting the good people in. And then, Let and the then, good people. There's so much land here in the U.S., dude. There's so much things that people can fucking do. Yeah, after it, it, I after I buy my 600 acres, then you know, let let people come in. <laughs> you know, it's just, but do it right. You know, I, I think it's it's more done on a on a. It's more done for as a means to an end more than a humanitarian thing. Yeah, it's all it's all politics. Yeah, and then that's all it is. Everything's a political. A political issue now like you know there, there's agendas behind everything and you know you trace the money it all goes back to the Rockefellers anyway so bastards so who cares <laughs> yeah there's you know the more some of these things come out the more 
the funnel starts to straighten and we start to see like, you know, this person's behind this and this person's behind this. Oh, they're also behind this thing too. Oh, and they control this that controls that and controls this. Like the more you start to look into it, the more it starts to, to look, the, the, the future starts to look bleak yeah, and depressing as fuck. So the best you can do is take care of your family, make sure you, your, your kids know wrong from right that you're, you know, being a good friend to your friends because one of these days, hopefully not, but when shit hits the fan, you're going to know who the real people are. Yeah. Buy, buy a bunch of guns. They just have some quality knives and uh, at least some two-ply toilet paper. Yeah. Let's, let's not let another pandemic ruin our <laughs> chances of getting toilet paper. <laughs> but... The pandemic is also something that fucking boils my blood because I fell for it. Yeah. Hard. Dude. I fell for it hard in dude, the beginning, dude. Honestly, I'm like, I'm, I'm to the point right now because I got, I got three vaccinations, right? So I'm like, okay, what's wrong with me? How am I going to die now? You know, like. I got two. So I got, my, two. I got, I got the first one and I got the booster, which. When I was growing up in Brazil, it was always like you had a first dose vaccine and then you usually had a booster. Yeah. Right. But then when people are like, oh, we need a third booster, and then a fourth booster and then a fifth booster. I'm like, then this this no longer is a vaccine. Then if you need treatment. multiple injections yeah. of this thing, it is no longer a vaccine. Yeah. yeah. yeah, they're, yeah I mean, they're just trying to get more money out of it. That's why I'm just like, you know, people there with the blood clots in their lungs that are. You know, uh, killing them or, you know, stuff going on with their brains. Look at all these and, athletes, man. These yeah. young athletes dying of heart attacks in the or having heart attacks in in the field. Young kids having, you know, fiber, uh, fucking their their heart turned flamed. And, like, and what the fuck is and, that? And no one wants to say like, yeah, it was the vaccine. Like they did it. Like no one wants to no, wants to admit it. Or and if I'll, you do admit it, then, uh, you know, then you're you're part of the problem. You know. And then. The craziest thing is that the, the company to come out forward and, and put their foot down and be the front runner of this thing was a it was the one pharmaceutical company that has had the most amount of lawsuits lost in the history of pharmaceutical companies, which is Pfizer. Yeah. They have done so much damage to people over the years, especially during the AIDS pandemic back in the back in the day where they came out with a supposed uh, medicine for it, and they killed thousands, thousands of people. And then they're they fucking. That's the first people you want to believe. They're like, well, there's. That's, that's they're crazy. like, well, well, the numbers aren't that high anymore, right? Or <laughs> you know, C CNN goes on the commercial break and it goes, brought to you by Pfizer, or you know, a football a commercial in the football. Brought you by Pfizer. Like, what the fuck? And they're like, dude, dude, you have a problem with, uh, you know, IBS? Then take such and such medication. And then the symptoms are like long-ass fucking list of symptoms. And this is like <laughs> worse than the freaking disease and all this. And you're going to bleed out your eyes and you're, yeah. you know, freaking... You're going to sh pill. You're gonna shit oil. and like that. It's ridiculous. I just had a headache. Right. <laughs> Take a pill for your right. diarrhea, but you might lose your right eye. Right. right. Like, uh -huh. oh, you, you grow another one. Huh. 
I don't know. Like I said, people are, I don't know. I, I, I don't get it. I don't see how, like, if let's say the conspiracy theorists are right. And these people are purposely trying to harm the population. As a person, it, it, it blows my mind how people can, can be that callous to where like, oh yeah, I'm purposely going to fuck this person's life up or I'm purposely going to, you know, kill this person or I'm, you know, somehow going to make sure that, that this evil thing happens. Like, I don't understand how people can do that. So I don't know. They're out there though. I mean, yeah, I I mean, I know they're out there. I just don't get it. I don't understand it, you know, and, and, Maybe that's a good thing because, you know, it means like there's still hope for me, you know, regardless yeah. of what people say. <laughs> or maybe you know, it's bad because I'm going to fall for something, you know, so. There's certain thing that happens to people when they get a taste of power and they have too much power that I think is just completely takes over their their core values. And they're just like, all right, fuck it. Well, I got this power. So what the fuck is... There's a bum off the street gonna do about it. They can't do anything about it. So it just when you when you climb up the scale of power, and you just kind of trickle down from there. When, when somebody has so much power over a certain population, it's just like, what the fuck are they gonna do? So you're you know? saying I shouldn't fire my asbestos t- taster? <laughs> <laughs> um, no, actually, just just keep that person on payroll and. Okay. Uh, <laughs> But, um, yeah, it's, yeah, it's it's nuts, man. And it and it just seems like you know, five years ago, if I was on the listening end of this, and it wasn't me saying all this shit, I would have been. I would have turned this off immediately, and I said, "These people are fucking crazy." But it's becoming so glaringly and so blatantly obvious, like some of these people have no shame anymore. It's not so much conspiracy theories now as it is spoilers. Yeah, it really is. It's like spoiler <laughs> alert, yeah. you know. And, uh, it's just crazy, man. Yeah. Well, I think we're gonna go ahead and uh, close this one out. Also, I appreciate you taking the time, man, on this uh, busy Saturday. I know we probably missed all of the the fights, whatever, but at least we can go back and check it out on the replay. Yeah, let me see. Yeah, it was good to see you, man. Yeah, you too, Better bro. Minute. It was. Um, <laughs> Been a long time, Jesse. Yeah. Well, with my family, I, I'm, I hadn't seen. When's the last time I came over? So it's been about a month. No, maybe. Oh, yeah, maybe. A month. It's uh, Tim Elliott and uh, Sue Mudai, Mudarji. I don't know. Anyways, it's in the main card right now. It's still like four fights away from the main card. Oh, okay, oh, cool. Damn. Yeah. But yeah. All right, man. Do you have any socials you want to plug? Yeah, um, if you listen this far and you you think I'm crazy, you can uh, <laughs> you can find me. <laughs> or if you do, even better. <laughs> if you do, even better. Uh, you can find me on Twitter slash X um, at Pete the Heat, P-E-T-E, letter D, and then the word heat. Um, you can find me under that as well on YouTube, on TikTok. Um, my YouTube content or my TikTok content is not all this crazy shit it's very um pop culture nerd culture stuff um reaction videos and whatnot my twitter slash x pages i just post whatever the fuck i want on there uh, <laughs> it's not just you know just the stuff that i do on youtube or, or tiktok or whatever but 
That's it. And if you're local, go check out Seattle Rising. We play a Brewster's uh, every other every other month. Yeah, they're actually good. <laughs> Which is weird considering, you know, he grew up listening to, the, was it a um, not good music? <laughs> grew up grew up in the middle of the forest listening to uh, natives bang their drums. <laughs> Jesse's private, so he's, he don't want to put no socials out. So, <laughs> of course, you can... Follow Recycle Corn on Facebook, Instagram, and the app formerly known as Twitter. Maybe threads if it's still around. I don't know. Just, you know, you can Google Recycle Corn. Look for the ear of corn with the headset on the black background. That will be us. It's really that simple. If you want to listen to our previous episodes, you can find those on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, and wherever fine podcasts are found. Please, if you choose to do so, and you think we earned it, uh, rate us five stars and leave us a review if you feel like we deserve it as it does help out and if you want to email us a comment or suggestion you can reach out to us at recyclecordpod at gmail.com and uh pete can you play us out oh shit. <laughs> i don't want to get you a copyright strike, right so that's all. <laughs> yeah it's all right man i appreciate you uh, taking the time and uh, we'll talk to you next time <laughs>